0: Hi, I'm Terrell Turner, the host of the Business Talk Library. And today I have another great guest on. And as most of you know, um, I am filming from Charlotte, North Carolina. So it's always a pleasure to have other North Carolina based businesses on, which maybe I'm a bit biased, but I think North Carolina is a great place to, to be a business owner. And one of the things that makes it great is the ecosystem that you have, where you have that opportunity to connect with other business owners and entrepreneurs, hear their stories, And to learn from them. And that's exactly what we're going to do with Christy Talley, is hear her story and learn from the different experiences that she's had. So welcome to the show, Christy.
1: Thank you. And I appreciate the opportunity to uh, be a part of these wonderful conversations that you've been compiling.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, before we jump into the details of your business, can you tell us a little bit about your background before you started your business?
1: Absolutely. Um, you know, again, I'm Christy Talley, and I lead with who I am and who I am as a servant leader. I lead by serving, and the way this plays out in my life is that it touches j- basically every area that, in which I participate. So I lead by serving in my professional experiences I lead by serving um, in my education and I have sought education that focuses on truth and service. And then of course my passion for community service and public service, um, I I have an intentional focus on leading by by serving. Um, Educationally, I matriculated through North Carolina Central University I'm um, very outstanding HBCU here in Durham, North Carolina. And again, that guiding mission was all about seeking truth and speaking truth and serving. And so I appreciated having the opportunity to attend um, that very wonderful university. I'm a native of Raleigh, North Carolina, and I am still a current resident of uh, Raleigh, here specifically in Southeast Raleigh. And so again, from my roots, starting from my parents and my grandparents, and so many community members here in Southeast Raleigh, they have instilled in me the critical need to seek truth, to speak truth, and to serve.
0: Awesome. You know, one of the things I think is interesting is, you know, it's not an opportunity that I had, or I guess you'd say, you know, it's not my story of being able to be born and raised in a place. I moved a ton. So one of the things I always find interesting is people who've had that fortune experience to be able to do that is just you know, the amount of changes that you've seen over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you think about, you know, the, the, your earlier memories of Raleigh, I mean, mm-hmm. a- have there been some significant things that have stood out to you that have changed over the years?
1: I'm glad you asked that question because um, I find myself as a Raleigh native and current uh, resident uh, in, in this very uh, specific group now. <laughs> that where we used to be in uh, maybe the majority in terms of, of being Natives, we are now not necessarily that. And so what we get to bring to the table as Raleigh Natives is the great wisdom that we've um, been able to capture over the years, as you're mentioning, um, in, in witnessing and observing um, the very deep changes in that have occurred in Raleigh, one of them being, um, just driving around uh, Raleigh from from one end to the next, um, starting from my you know area of southeast Raleigh, there is just an immense amount of economic development going on. Um, on the one hand, uh, that is a, a note or um, an identity of of positive change, you know, here in our area. And then on the other hand, you know, it, it really spurs a very passionate uh policy conversation and social conversation around how this um economic development is is affecting communities particularly communities of color and oftentimes that plays itself out in gentrifying uh communities which um i believe that's where raleigh really has its it's its, a lot of its work to do um but i'm proud of this city and um I get the opportunity to serve on uh, a board, uh, actually in its leadership, a part of its leadership called the Raleigh Hall of Fame. And the purpose of that, that board service is to identify those persons with Raleigh roots or actually here in Raleigh who have made significant impact, positive impact on making Raleigh what it is today. And Raleigh has, has um, been able to assume itself on many of these number one lists for business ownership, for housing, for other areas, because of its people, because of the people who have contributed their time, their resources, and their energy to make Raleigh a better place to live. Awesome. So I'm, I'm, I'm proud to be a native. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, and I always find it very interesting. I mean, when you start looking at, you know, a lot of businesses that, you know, you know, longevity is, is, is something that becomes rarer because I, mean, mm-hmm. I think people get very excited about, you know, new and change. But mm-hmm. when I talk with business owners about, you know, like if you're building a business that you want to have lasting staying power, some of mm-hmm. it is, is being prepared to navigate, you know, the, the just natural changes that are going to mm-hmm. come. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when you spoke about, you know, like I said, with growth of Raleigh comes some great things, but then there also comes some new challenges with, Mm -hmm. like I said, the community and and the displacement of people Mm -hmm. and just making sure that resources get to the right places. So I wanted to hear a little bit more about, you know, kind of your, the the work that you've done in that area, as far as, you know, being able to speak truth to that subject matter and bring Mm -hmm. that to people's attention of, hey, there are people being displaced or, hey, the resources aren't getting to everywhere within mm-hmm. our ecosystem. So I, have there been things that you've done in that area to kind of help, you know, the city start to disperse resources in a equitable way?
1: Well, I certainly think that the the city, the Raleigh. Um, Needs more voices um, to come to the table and more diverse voices to come to the table and have um, very passionate and authentic conversation about um, where positive growth and opportunity meets challenge and find you know some level of balance um, and and ensuring that everybody. No matter the zip code in Raleigh, no matter uh, you know uh, the background, you know whether people have are natives or whether you know people are are newly coming to this area, everyone needs to have opportunity, equitable opportunities here in Raleigh. And and so again, I I do want to underscore that I believe that is a, a, a it's a it's an area where we need to grow as a city, um in our conversations, and I think we also. Um, need to go full on with having a very um, upfront conversation about how racial equity plays into the decisions that are made and also how it has an effect on um, many of the people in Raleigh who have um, committed, again, their time and their talent and their resources to ensure that this city is a better place. Yes, I have, uh, you know, Um, decided that that is an area of interest of mine, um, because again, it makes such an impact on, first of all, um, your opportunity to even become a business owner, and then your opportunity to grow and scale your business. And then it gives you um, also an opportunity to look at well, once my business has come to maybe its its full growth, what are my next options? And so I think that that's so important to have have this conversation um, around, you know, business growth and business opportunity and what that looks like for all diverse perspectives um, within the study.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. So I'm curious as to, you know, with, you know, such great, you know, rich history you know, where you are and your, your passion for, like I said, seeing the seeing the, the gaps in, in, in growth that have happened and, and, the, and being a player to help, hey, shine a light on those things is, you know, how did you use the, your passion and your, your rich history of that and moving into starting your business?
1: That's a great question, because um, in order to start my business, what I realized when I started my business, first of all, I was on the hills of uh, economic insecurity, as many are, because my job in government was ending. And so I had to pull from my own ingenuity. And um, so many of the characteristics and the legacies that have been instilled in me from first of all my family from my faith and then also going back to your question your specific question from my community Um, I had to pull from all of those areas um, to be able to to know that I had the confidence and and I could move forward on my my uh, lifelong dream of becoming an entrepreneur, becoming a small business owner. And I could uh, also have mentors around me and people who have done it before and been successful at it. I have had the pleasure as it relates to community to um, sitting at the knee or being uh, an observer of so many um, outstanding business owners within my church, um, again, within my community and most importantly, within my family. Um, You know, there have been several um, people within my family, whether they are aunts or or grandparents or, you know, cousins who have uh, taken their steps on that journey and they've been very successful. And so I have been blessed um, by uh, their courage and and also the seeds of wisdom and the the seeds of understanding that they've sown into me. So I was able to build and grow off of that.
0: Awesome. Now I want to hear a little bit more about, you know, what your business does and how you serve your clients.
1: Sure. Absolutely. Um, well, KD7 Enterprises Incorporated is my business of six years. I've formerly owned it for uh, six years and been in the work uh, much longer than that. But KD7 is a community engagement consulting company. And what that basically means is my uh, laser focus is on uh, drawing from my wisdom, my creativity, um, my my wide ranging networks um, to work with companies to help them develop strategic plans to build those relational bridges with their customers. Um, And basically what that looks like um, more specifically is a threefold. Plan. Um, first and foremost, I work with companies to identify their strategic partnerships. You know, where do they have these relationships within communities that they can build off of in order to, um, first of all, serve that community? Uh, deeper and serve that that uh, particular uh, diverse area. And then secondly, how that company, in terms of reciprocity, how that company can build brand awareness, um, which is so important as they continue to um, go forward and meet the goals that they have established for them. Um, secondly, I work with that company to develop program outreach strategies once those uh, partnerships and and sometimes individuals have been identified. And then thirdly, as it relates to that that three-prong model, um, I work with customers or I work with my clients to execute that programming. Um, And in many cases, it may be a community event, um, it may be another special program that we customize so that um, again, that uh, focus becomes on how the community can be engaged, how the community's voice can be lifted, how their stories can be lifted. And then also, again, how that, um, business can, can grow their customer base and can grow their brand.
0: Awesome. So when it comes down to working with, you know, some of the clients that you've worked with, you know, what's been some of their feedback after working with your organization?
1: (laughs) Well, first and foremost, um, uh, my clients um, forthrightly tell me that they appreciate uh, the customer service that I provide to them. Um, one thing that I learned early on is that it was so important to bring positivity into their space. Even though I am working as an external audience or an external um, uh, 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 a business for them, it's very important to bring uh, a positive positive energy uh, to them. Secondly, they tell me that they appreciate the fact that I am uh, very careful about um, protecting their brand. Many companies that I work with, whether it's nonprofits, whether it's larger businesses, they have taken great care you know, to put an emphasis on one, the story that they want to tell beyond their walls. And so the first thing that you know, is important to them is to bring on, you know, businesses and to procure opportunities um, with with um, those small business owners that will uphold that brand and that will protect that brand. And so, um, I get that feedback quite often. And thirdly, I get uh, feedback that I am extremely detailed oriented. <laughs> that actually brings that brings that brings a lot. Of, that's like a great gift. Um, that I bring to the table, that along with my, my diverse networks that I've been blessed to, to gain over the years in my um, several experiences, uh, professional experiences, and then also again, being so involved in community. Um, and so a lot of times I've found that when um, nonprofits or when other businesses are making their hires, when they are looking for consultants and small businesses to work along with them, they want someone who is well-connected And then they want, uh, you know, someone who can certainly uh, over-deliver under budget.
0: Awesome, awesome. So if someone is interested in, you know, seeing what your organization has going on or working with your organization, how can they find you online or on social media?
1: Great question, because I want them to do that. (laughs) So first and foremost, uh, KD7 Enterprises is featured on its own website. And I can be found, or or my business can be located at kd7inc.com. That's kd7inc.com. And then also I can be uh, located on LinkedIn at Christy D. Tally, where, um, you know, I I take you know, great pride and I also take time to uh, share other information that I receive, you know, about businesses um, and about business growth and about business opportunity. And then also um, it, it is a platform for me to continue to, to grow as a business myself. Um, and then thirdly, they can reach me on, on Twitter at don 7 and that's K-D-A-W-N seven uh, at kdon 7 on Twitter.
0: Awesome! Awesome. Well, before we wrap up, one question I always like to ask every guest is: When you think about, you know, your history of where you've been, and you think about, you know, where you are now, what's two pieces of advice that you would share with other business owners?
1: Sure. Well, based on my experiences over the many years, um, I, I take that question about uh, the two pieces of advice from a social aspect. Um, First of all, when it comes to embarking on the the entrepreneurial journey, remember that number one, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Um, I had to learn that early on. And basically what that means is you're going to make some decisions. First of all, you are at the helm of your business and you've embarked on this opportunity. And now it's time for you to be the key decision maker. Well, you're gonna make some decisions that sometimes, you know, you're gonna wonder about, well, gosh, did I do the right thing? Or, you know, how's this gonna play out? And so really you have to have that courage and confidence in yourself um, to, to be, you know, okay with the results and, and to understand that sometimes uh, it, it, it will be spot on in terms of your decision-making. And then sometimes you fail forward. You know, meaning that you know you will have to uh, maybe make another decision, or maybe you will have to to uh, do some cleanup <laughs> as it relates to to that particular decision that you made. And I found that because this is such a lifelong learning journey, that there's also there's always going to be kind of that. You know, do I know enough, you know, what else do I need to do to grow my business? What else do I need to do to impact, you know, those around me, you know, how can I better serve my clients? It's always gonna be kind of those questions looming, um, which, which does at, at times bring a bit of discomfort, but um, it's okay, you know, because that's just a part of the, the, the journey. And it's a part of creating um, an even greater um, business owner. Uh, when you are okay and comfortable with being uncomfortable.
0: Awesome. Well, Christy, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for sharing your story, for sharing your wisdom and your insight. I really enjoyed having you on as a guest in the Business Talk Library.
1: likewise and i want to thank you again for the opportunity to be a part of your show and all and thank you for all that you're doing for small business owners
0: thank you for tuning in to the business talk library if you like our content be sure to follow us on social media and if you want to see more of our exclusive content you can subscribe and become a member on patreon.com forward slash business talk library hey The Business Talk Library is the place where business makes sense.